Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, this is Andre here for uh, the tennis podcast. Oh, bye. <laughs> The Tennis and Bagels podcast, well, you can tell it's late, it's 11 here, and uh, I'm finally just am having the time to do this, um, and the reason why I'm doing this is because, uh, well, I didn't talk about a bunch of uh, um, things yesterday that were a consequence of the coronavirus, um, and uh I could have avoided this by essentially just looking at the ATP tour site. I would have been able to at least know that Indian Wells was cancelled. But I think that um, by yesterday night and today morning, um, some more news came in and like people on Twitter were just kind of like, they're just kind of like breaking news uh, essentially every moment. So um, it's, uh, I, feel like it, I feel like I just kind of wanted to make this video essentially about the consequences of the coronavirus and how like what, essentially what the Indian Wells cance- canceling means um, to uh, tennis and essentially the whole uh, um, world of sports in general because we're it's it's not only tennis that gets affected essentially like every every other sport um, major or non-major um, gets affected as well and um, let's just start by talking about Indian Wells um, and well it's it's been cancelled that we don't have anything happening in uh, the circuit, at least like in the um, bigger tennis uh, tournaments. We have nothing really um, happening for the next two weeks then, like this week and the next, there will be nothing happening. And since Miami only starts on the Thursday or Wednesday after Indian Wells, would have finished on the Sunday, two Sundays from now, essentially we'll be having three weeks of no tennis at all being played no at least like high high level like top tens and people like that so we are essentially left with uh nothing (laughs) there's the challenger circuit and there's smaller very small tournaments but uh i did discuss the fact that uh we don't get as much they don't get as much coverage they don't even appear at least for the atp tour they don't appear on the on the live score app so there is essentially nothing left uh, in the tennis world. And even the, the players are actually questioning about it. Like, again, on Twitter, which essentially is the only social media that they will ever use because it's the easiest for them. Um, uh, that's Players are kind of asking, like, so what should we do? And how are they, what are they going to play? And the answer is, if you don't go to the challenger circuit, you're just not going to play. Like, there's... There won't be anything for you to do, player. And that also means that there will be really nothing for us to do, like us spectators, um, enthusiasts, you name it. 
people who bought um, their tickets to Indian Wells RLF will be left kind of like wanting. They can get refunds, thankfully. Some have reported insurance companies not paying their refunds and for tickets and plane tickets and stuff. So that's pretty lame. Like it's pretty sad. You'd expect insurance insurance companies to be understand understanding of the situation, but they kind of just they just want your money. So yeah, that happens. And this essentially leaves us the question is Miami even happening? Like, what else is going to be affected by it? Like, what is what is going to be off the tour in the next months or so? Like, uh, we could say maybe that coronavirus will be um, held, like, the crisis will be managed and, like, under control um, maybe, like, in a couple months from now, but that's still a lot of tennis to be played um, and lots of sports as, as well. So even though Miami does say um, they did, um, <clears throat> sorry, they did release a, a like a press release that saying that they will go on and they, the tournament will happen as normal with uh, some guidelines as to protect the players and the uh, most of all the the spectators, the uh, the people that come to the venues, um, but. Even that is like, is isn't an unknown. Like we we can't be sure. It's totally uncertainty at this point. So uh, we will have to wait almost to the very first day of Miami to see whether this is going to happen or not. When uh, there's there's no telling that it's that they're gonna keep it up. The Indian Wells tournament they had uh, they had guidelines for. Uh, set up so maybe to like keep um, uh, contact at a minimum, and especially with the players since they've been tra- they've been traveling the world, and the chances are that they maybe one or two or maybe a few have the virus, and they they may not um, present any symptoms because honestly, the players are probably the least um, uh, vulnerable people of all because they're super fit, and the uh, just to give like a, a bit of comparison uh talked in the early podcast like maybe the first or second how during the bushfires there was barely anybody who actually had a problem there was one player who uh collapsed on on court with a coughing um with a coughing thing she started coughing couldn't, couldn't stop but most players just didn't have any real problems because they just so fit they're extremely fit they can take on essentially anything that's not just a simple virus that will take them down even even though it's not a simple virus it's still it's still a flu and not exactly dangerous for most people let alone for the players for those athletes so it's 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 about it's about people who go to the venues it's about the regular average human being um so yeah, like maybe Miami will have to be canceled too. Like we we don't know. And uh, next tournaments, even next Masters one thousands in uh, in oh, happening in Europe. There is one in Italy, which is in total lockdown right now. There's no saying anything else is going to happen. So we may have to be prepared to just essentially not have any tennis at all. And um, one thing that was kind of um interesting for me um and i thought about it myself like in as in like is there any solutions for this 
<clears throat> and I thought like, well, maybe they can just kind of play indoors, but then I can't and just have like nobody come in to watch or something like that. But then I thought, well, this is going to totally kill the tournament and I guess the atmosphere. They're just going to lose money out of it and they probably don't really want to do that, even though they can still make the money out of the broadcasting and whatever. But I just thought about it myself until I saw uh, a tweet from uh, Jose Morgado. Portuguese uh, reporter um, who also has a podcast and I found out like this this afternoon so that's pretty cool he uh, tweeted about how Spain has um, issued uh, how can I how can I say this like has has issued like a like an order I guess like let's put it that way that People, every every single sporting tournament must be played indoors, closed doors, with no uh, no spectators, no viewers. So, essentially, the only, the the thing that I thought for myself, like having nobody come in, uh, and they they released that for like every single tournament. Um, it's a decree. Um, whether it's uh, amateur or professional, has to be played indoors uh, in closed doors, and. The question that uh, that remains is if there's also tournaments in Spain, by the way, let, let it be known, there is a, there is Barcelona and there is Madrid, Barcelona being a ATP 500 and Madrid being an ATP 1000 tournament. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that there is a women's event as well in Madrid it's because essentially all the Masters 1000s are um, joint, joint events or they may not happen at the same time, but they use the same venue. Um, Not all of them are like that, but most of them are. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of like what I'm basing myself off. I've never really been able to, to follow the, the OTA. I've said many times, I, I'm still due to do my research and actually understand the calendar a bit more. But um, that's that's where I am at now. And, but I am assuming that they have plenty of tournaments in uh, Spain as well, including at least two big ones, if not more. Um So yeah, the question that remains for the the regular viewer is: Is this going to be broadcasted? So, because it, it, it although it matters to the player, obviously, like he's making or she's making their livelihoods off of uh, playing. Um, if nobody's there to see, the product completely loses its value, and they cannot really get paid as much as they would have been. And essentially, all of the uh, um, organizations and all of the uh, The federal, um, the country organizations that run the tennis tournaments will also be left on the red because they, there will be nobody to to pay for the tournaments. There will be no profit being made out of it because there will be nobody watching it. So we'll, not only will it be lame, uh, we'll just get the results. It would also be just awful and probably cause a lot of trouble for uh, even more trouble for sporting organizations, which is definitely what they do not want. So I would hope that they they're able to broadcast it. They probably don't have all of the infrastructure inside like Hawkeye and uh, other types of um, uh, technologies in, uh, put in so that they can have like proper um, tennis being played as, uh, as per the the, uh, the current rules and the current um, customs. So um, that would be, be pretty, pretty difficult. And they probably also don't have all the cameras and stuff like set up. So It would be kind of like almost like a, a DIY <laughs> broadcast tournament, but 
if that's what's left, then I would hope that they're thinking about it. They may be thinking about just essentially just transferring all the equipment as, as fast as they can into that so they can at least um, reap the profits of television and, and, and internet subscriptions because that's what's left for us. Like if we can um, purchase the tickets to go into the tournaments, if we, people even fly into those tournaments, um, maybe we can use those bucks that we save to buy ourselves a subscription on tennis TV or whatever so that we can watch it, uh, which it, in that case would be at least um, mitigating some of uh, some of the uh, their the financial risk that they're taking, but never, I don't know, it's total uncertainty and it will totally lose its value. Like this year, tennis has, has been losing a lot of value immediately just because people are not watching. We just kind of like, we will want tennis and we can get it because of um, reasons beyond our control and reasons beyond essentially anyone control. Uh, and I'm being, I'm trying to be understanding here, obviously, like, um, <clears throat> this virus, uh, the coronavirus is affecting every sphere of uh, our society, not only sports, but this is essentially like um, how are the organizations tackling this problem as well? You know, like because they do have a product, they do have uh, um, people that they have to pay. And at the end of the day, it's got to keep functioning. Otherwise, they're losing a lot. So um and losing value in the sense that like people are probably some people might be turned off and like who may have had the interest to watch uh now won't and they would just kind of like maybe forget about tennis for a couple months and then i don't know we'll never know you always lose clients and customers like for the dumbest reasons and this is a major reason why they could maybe lose customers by essentially just not um thinking that through and people are criticizing indian wells already because they essentially gave like very very last minute notice some players even um learned about it through twitter they saw an information about the tournament that they were going to play in through twitter through a social media that is essentially unacceptable and shows maybe not lack of preparation but just kind of like it just looks like there's lacking and it's it's a uh, we would hope that this is not the case that there's actually they're actually doing something for the players and for the game and um praise that uh praise their attitude for uh actually keeping um uh the uh the viewers and the spectators safe by not coming in in large um uh conglomerations of people agglomerations i don't know how to say that but like large groups of people um so that the virus wouldn't spread as the virus wouldn't spread as quickly but at the same time they should be looking after their their employees and the people that they work with in that case the players which um could be a major pr issue as well for them so another point since we're talking about players and stuff is um there will they will all be losing points so i'll be explaining here like maybe some people don't necessarily understand um when you play a tournament <clears throat> you are awarded awarded ranking points for every match that you win so every tier of a tournament has like um different 
points, uh, as number of points that you win. Uh, if you win, uh, say for example, you get to the second round, you make like whatever, 90 points. And if you win the final, you win a thousand points. If you're in the um, ATP session and if you're in the WTA, I think it varies. But if I'm not mistaken, it's 900, 900, 960 points. It's, they have a different way to, of counting points. So they're all losing points. So whoever won last year, whom I do not remember who it was, I want to say it was Djokovic, but I also have no clue. So because I just forgot. So um, I know Federer won in Miami, so he'll be losing those points regardless because he won't play uh, throughout like the next uh, three and a half months. So um, yeah, but every player is losing months, uh, losing <laughs> losing points, and uh, we'll, we'll be left to see. Like maybe it is the 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 most fair thing to do. Like they wouldn't be able to just kind of like award average the average out like the number of points that they will be giving to everybody and just kind of like giving the same amount to everyone. Um, that would be kind of just kind of weird it would essentially be the same thing as not awarding any points at all but not awarding any points at all essentially just kind of means that um so there's like two sides for it not awarding any points at all means that um whoever got to win the tournament last year kind of gets to keep their points and that's in a way not fair because um people didn't have the opportunity to, like gain more points in that tournament but also removing, so it's not fair for the people who are who lost early or who lost, who are not the champion essentially. But it's also unfair to uh, to take to drop the points regardless because the person that won will lose more points than who lost in the first and second round, for example. Um, so they will be heavily affected, and it may not be that much since like the players who win they're normally like racking up points racking up points regardless and just kind of uh winning essentially all tournaments and by that i mean that essentially the players who are winning are i don't know rafa nadal novak Djokovic, um sasha zverev and from the women's side it would probably be um maybe alina svitolina or maybe one of the newcomers like kenan so there those players can um absorb that impact by winning other tournaments as well whereas um the smaller players probably wouldn't because they win less points in general um so yeah that's that's kind of what i was talking and and a last point that i wanted to mention is uh i didn't mention the last podcast but i made a facebook post about it um if you're if you follow and you like my page which you should (laughs) Uh, no jokes but like my page if you want to it will be a big help so i mentioned that there since all of sporting events and essentially countries in general are being affected and that and as a ripple effect affects sports who's to say that the tokyo olympics are in in a major crisis right now i mean it's a it's a huge 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 sporting event like it brings way too many people from way too many different countries together in the same spot in the same city in the same stadium um so yeah like uh, events like uh, maybe the olympics and the the fifa world cup would be extremely dangerous and 
a much higher um, risk than uh, the smaller tournaments events. Even that, even though they're big, like just to give some perspective, the uh, biggest tennis stadium is Arthur Ashe in uh, New York, and he gets to twenty-five thousand people max. So most tennis tournaments uh, will have their biggest stadiums capacity at like ten um, thousand and maybe less uh, a little bit more a little bit less so yeah so you can definitely get how many times that many people in the stadium for uh, the olympics so and it's in tokyo so it's in asia where um, a lot of it is happening i know japan is not being as affected as other countries but we never know up until there and for me the the cancel the cancellation of uh, indian wells just is a major indication that a lot of things are just up in the air and like uncertainty is just the rule right now everybody must prepare for uncertainty and yeah if you didn't purchase your ticket to tokyo if you're planning to i would advise you not to because it's just kind of that situation right now um and i know most of my listenings my listeners are probably not going to Tokyo anyways, but just to leave it out there, you never really know as well. So I guess that's that's my my small um, take on the uh, coronavirus right now and uh, the uh, consequences that is it's going to, that it's having and that I am not predicting that they will have, but I'm, I can see it happening and it seems more likely, not more likely than not, but way more likely than we would want it to be that um, those problems would arrive and things would be canceled and essentially sports will be canceled around the world. Essentially, like Italy was basically canceled, like Italy canceled itself (laughs) in a way. So yeah, we'll have to wait and see and follow the news. And um, since there will be no tournament next week, I'll have nothing else to do except for following the news and kind of updating myself and uh, my podcast about it and whoever wants to listen to me talking. So uh, I'll see you next Monday, maybe, I hope. Um, probably the episodes will be much shorter since there's no major things happening in tennis and they won't, hap- they won't help happen in, in terms of playing and uh, regular tennis season things but big biggest thing right now is essentially just kind of um following the news and just um accumulating them and just talking a little bit about what i think is the most important and yeah that's it that completes whatever i had to say and i'll be i'll be finishing here and um this episode is probably about like 15 minutes long yeah, just about it. Or maybe 20. I don't know. So anyway, um, thanks for listening. If uh, <laughs> Thanks for listening. And if you like my Facebook page, thanks for liking my Facebook page. If you don't, I would ask you to consider giving me that um, like because it's, it's very easy. It doesn't really bother you that much. Um, so yeah, thanks a lot. And um, see you next Monday. Bye. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 